MLM Nation, episode 432. When you're focusing on really helping people in your community and other communities, I'm telling you, when you do the right thing, the money will come. I guarantee you. And it will come abundantly and it will come consistently. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built teams to over 80,000 and is now a full-time business coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us right now. Here is Simon Chan. If you want to create online duplication in your business, make sure you check out our free resources on our website, mlmation.net. Not only will you be able to recruit, but you get the latest how-tos and strategies on how to duplicate online. Just go to mlmnation.net. Again, that's mlmnation.net. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I am fired up to bring our special guest today. He was so good the last time I talked about one and bring him back. And this is a special show the day after Christmas. Uh, we have the one and only from Houston, Texas, Kenny Lloyd. Kenny, what's going on? Simon, you see I'm still in the Christmas spirit. I still have on my Christmas shirt. So, uh, but I'm excited, man. This uh, had a chance to really shut down and do a little introspective of uh, what what took place last year and what's to be expected this year, man. So I'm great. How about you? I'm doing awesome. And you know, I still remember last time you said no one can out relationship you. And now I mean, you know what? That's that gives me fired up. Every time I send out a card, I sing a birthday greeting. I'm like, hey, this Kenny Lloyd. Dude. I got to out relationship Kenny Lloyd. <laughs> It's so, gonna, you're not going to do it, Simon. <laughs> not going to happen, man. Hey, I love it. That's why I keep in touch with you because you raised my game. So it was really good stuff. Hey, for those who don't know Kenny Lloyd, Kenny Lloyd is a top income earner. Uh, he's one of the highest. I should ask him. Uh, there's been rumors that he's the number one African-American earner in the entire profession. I'm going to ask him that question. I should want to ask him that question. And then um, he's also the son of the first African-American player in the NBA. Had an amazing story. You can go check out his previous show, episode 412. And a lot of stuff, just his journey, his break, breakthroughs. Uh, check out his previous podcast. But today we're going to talk, talk about the state of the profession, where network marketing is headed, the good and the bad. Because uh, I'm no BS. There's a lot of good and also a lot of bad. Right, and what we all can do about to make to make really lift up this profession. So we're taking our valuable time the day after Christmas. Uh, but anyway, Kenny, for those who don't know, share. But how did you get? And before we dive deep into those questions, how did you get started in network marketing? You know, you know, Simon. Uh, I was in the real estate industry, man. And when the real estate industry collapsed, I was fifty years old, and I was broke, and I had to find something that could pay me like I was getting paid when I was in the real estate industry because I earned seven figures, just mishandled my money. And uh, I had a very good friend of mine who told me about this company that sold women's garments. And man, I went to a meeting and uh, man, the rest is just history. You know, I could talk about that all night long, but I'm not, the rest is history, man. And it was a tremendous, tremendous experience. It was a tremendous ride. I found out at that point, man, I found out five months into it that network marketing is what I was purposed to do. Hmm. How did you get into women's garments from a guy like you? Well, you know what, man? It's, it's funny when you talk about women's garments. I mean, I don't know one woman on this earth. You know, this, this was my rationale. I didn't know one woman on this earth that did not want to look better. Hmm. And they, I went to a meeting, and I, I'll never forget, man, I was sitting in that meeting, and I was thinking, what in the hell am I doing here? You know, and 
And man, so they did some before and afters. They showed the women without the garment and they took them out of the room and brought them back in the room with the garment on, with a different dress on. And man, when I saw that before and after, I told my wife, we're getting ready to get rich. Our days of being broke are over, I promise you. So with me, I don't care what I'm selling, man, as long as it's legitimate and through network marketing and it's apropos to my market, man, I'm in. Good stuff. And uh, you made it happen through the up uh, and downs. And so let's talk, take it back to today, right? Uh, we're closing out the year 2017 as we're recording this, the day after Christmas. Uh, you still got your Christmas colors on. So how was Santa to you <laughs> this Christmas? Hey, man, you say, how was Christmas? Is that what you asked Yeah, me? how was Christmas and how was Santa? Did you get the Santa give you what you wanted? Hey, man, I am Santa at this house, okay? Okay, so, you know, for me and, and my wife, man, you know, and I, this is not just some BS talk. Uh, the beautiful thing about Christmas for us, man, is that we were able to give a lot of people who otherwise would not have had Christmas, we were able to give them Christmas. And that's what was beautiful for me, uh, to have family around. We had my my, uh, my brother and his fiance came in town. My kids just got in town today. So to see my family unwrapping gifts, man, my wife unwrapping gifts, and then for us to, we, we adopted a few families. And for us to be able to give them Christmas, knowing that they otherwise would not have had Christmas, Hey man, that was special, and uh, and that's just not BS talk. That's real talk. Because I know you have a charity foundation as well that you started. Yeah, we, we do, man. We uh, <clears throat> listen. We 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 partner with a church, and we select a family every year that's in dire need of of help. And this year, man, we selected a family uh, being raised by their grandmother. Ten kids, man. Their mother's on crack, and. Uh, the youngest child is 12 days old. Man, can you imagine 10 kids being a grandmother? So we gave them Christmas, uh, bought them food, uh, gave them gifts. And, you know, my foundation, man, we're giving them $500 a month, too, to help out, man. So it's just great to be in a position to do things like that, man. I know you had a lot of success, and I mentioned this in the, about rumors. Uh, are you the number one African-American earner in network marketing? Hey, man, I've heard that rumor, too. But you know what? I'll tell you what, man. I'll be very honest with you, Simon. I never talk about my money. And, uh, you know, when you really look at the money that I'm earning and some of these other top earners in the industry, man, it's, a, it's, it's really a mistake to focus on the monies that the one percentile in the industry are earning. You know, it's, it's the, the, the most important money in the business is the middle class money. And I call it middle class. When you have people earning 25000 a year part-time, 50000 a year, that's what's special. You know, so uh, I've heard that rumor too, but if if it is true, I wouldn't admit it on here because, you know, there's something. I'm afraid of those three letters in the alphabet, I-R-S. There's <laughs> <laughs> a smart guy there. You know, someone asked me a question yesterday uh, during a holiday. It was like a distant a family of a family, you know, like a uh, like an in-law of a relative, whatever, asked about net, does network marketing, a lot of people successful. And I was like, well, it depends, right? If you're talking about like um, making millions, you know, that's like in any industry, not many people make millions, but it's a lot of people earning the middle class money. You know, it could be anywhere from 500 to 3,000, 4,000 a month. And that totally changes lives. Even if you're making extra $500 a month, um, people make an extra mortgage payment, you know, pay off debts, pay off school, it's life-changing. I mean, do you see that trend increasing more and more now? 
Yeah, man. I, I see the industry, man. The industry is just incredible, man. I see it personally within my company. Um, you know, and I'm not going to, I see a lot of people, I see a middle class. I see a lot of people that are earning between 250, uh, a week to, you know, a thousand dollars a month, 3000, 5,000. And I think that when you have that kind of flow and I see other companies that have, uh, people, you know, that are, that are achieving that too, man, that kind of money is life altering money, Simon, you know, that anytime that you can start a business and replace your income on your job. It gives you what we call freedom. And a lot of people don't know what freedom is. And so when you can replace your income, man, it's a beautiful thing, especially to a household when you have a husband and wife, mm. both are in the business. So, uh, yes, I am seeing that trend. I'm seeing great things happen in our industry, man, of network marketing. What's the key to getting that middle class income? Like the extra like two hundred fifty dollars a week to like four thousand. Is it like recruiting or is it product sales, or retail mm -hmm. sales? You know what, man? And we I don't I don't talk about I, what I do is I'm a student of the business. When I look at the people, like I have friends in other companies, man, that people don't even know about. Okay, uh, there are companies out here, man, that have million million dollar earners, you know, yearly. People don't know about, them. and they don't know about them because it's like hot and sexy to jump around to the new companies, but it's not sexy to build a retail business. But that's insane to me because when you look at the people that have longevity in this industry, that there are people that have been with their companies for like 20 years, 30 years when, when people start abandoning the company because they have to get into the business of building a business and they start leaving when it's time to do that. Man, the ones that stay and really build their business based on retail, those are the ones that retire in this industry. But the ones that recruit, recruit, recruit. Now, don't get me wrong. Recruiting is important. But if your business is based on recruiting, you're going to be working your entire MLM life. Hmm. What's a good balance like retail versus uh, recruiting? Re okay. Retail to recruit is the balance that, that, that we teach. Uh, retail to recruit, you know, everything retailing precedes everything because you have to understand that if you recruit somebody before they're aware of the product, because a lot of people would join money. So if they know that Kenny Loy or anybody else in the industry with, with these different companies are making a lot of money, well, people will gravitate to you, right? Without trying the product. But they will come and for whatever reason, they will do what they always do. They come and they go, right? But if they come and they try the product first, because once they try the product, they're going to like it and they're going to they're gonna buy it every month. And so when they try the product and like the product, man, listen, the customers, they never leave. You know, distributors come and go. But when you take a customer that's using a product and it's working for them and it's helping them out in any shape, form, or fashion, Simon, they, they never leave you as a customer, man. But there's no the, the distributors come and go. They leave you all day long. So I think it's very important to have that balance. But you know what? And I'll say this. I think that 80-20, I do the 80-20 rule. I spend 80% of my time in the area of my business that I have the most control. And I have the most control over retailing and my customers because I don't have to depend on anybody else to earn money for me to make a living. The 20% of the time, that's an area that 
you know, because a lot of, like I said, distributors come and go. I know people that have spent hours and hours and hours with with distributors, man, trying to convince them to join the business, trying to train them when they first join. And, you know, like I know, man, the average, the average person who joins a network marketing company, is it, it never even starts. They're gone within 72 hours. Okay? So, no, man, I'm, I'm a customer acquisition guy. Okay? I'm retired. So, I think, the, you know, the more emphasis on retailing the customers is definitely a trend. What are some things you see going on uh, in the profession that you like and you well, don't like? Well, I'll tell you what I like. I do see some companies... Uh, moving to a retail uh, uh, shift. They're shifting and they're going into more retail. Because retailing is great because, you know, like people who, there are people who are just incapable of recruiting people. And so when you start talking about retailing, man, average people can come in and share a good product with other people and begin to change their lives. So that's the good thing. Um, some of the bad things I see, I, you know what, man? Uh, you and I talked about this. I don't think they're bad companies. I think they're bad people that represent these companies. And when I say bad people, I mean this. Give you an example. I think that in this season, people are really looking uh, for a home. They're looking for a way in network marketing to earn extra money because I think the myth about the industry has been busted because there are too many strong stories of people who are doing this full time that are really living their dreams. So I think more people are starting to look at it. But one thing I will share with people that are looking at, looking at it, looking at a company is this. Um, if you go and you look at a company and the person asks you, what other companies are you looking at? And the person, when you tell them what company you're looking at, if they start to de-edify uh, the, the, the company or the leadership in a company, that's a red flag immediately. You have to be on, you have to watch out because they're breaking a basic principle of network marketing, and that is edification. Okay? Uh, you should never de-edify a company or or leadership within that company to try to get somebody to join you because what's meant for me, Simon, is meant for me. I have a lot of friends that do very well in in different companies. We have relationships. And I don't feel intimidated by it. I don't have to uh, de-edify them in order for me to build my business because, again, what's meant for me is for me. So if you're ever sitting with people and those people are de-edifying the leadership at another company or a particular person at that other company, listen, get your stuff together and run, okay? If that person – I also think that these different companies serve different purposes, Uh some people don't want to build a long-term sustainable business because some people have in dire need of immediate money, money immediately. So there are companies out here that probably in the next year won't be around, but those there are companies out here that you can join and you can make money right away. Mm -hmm. How sustainable is going to be? I don't know, but you can't knock that because everybody's situation is different. And that's the beauty about what we do. People have choices, you know. So I think the industry is in a good place, man. I love this industry. Uh, there are some true ambassadors that operate with the utmost class in this business, but there are some very classless people. And we don't talk about that much, man, but that's an any business. I don't care what business you're in, there's some shady people, you know, but uh, the people that I'm around, 
in my company or outside of my company that I call friends, man, they 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 represent the industry and their companies very well. Yeah, I think um, you talk about edification. I think uh, what I learned early on was the number one rule of leadership is never criticize, complain, or condemn. Right. So if you're criticizing, you hear someone, a leader criticizing someone, putting someone down. That's immediately that person's not a leader. Oh, uh, right. I mean, especially, <clears throat> you know, we're talking about a leader in another company, but especially leadership within your company. You know, like that is just taboo. You know, leadership within your company, de-edifying other leadership within the company. Man, it shows you that they're not about the people because that is breaking the bait. One of the number one principles of network marketing is edification. And when you de-edify, because you have to understand that different people have different needs, okay? If I have somebody on my team that wants to do something that somebody else on the team is doing, you know, go do it. I'll never de-edify them. So I, I just think, man, that, you know, some people, you know, you have to really grow. I think when you operate on a different level, you have levels of growth. And I think when you evolve to certain leadership levels in this company or in any company that you have a responsibility to grow mentally, you know, because that's very important and understand that it's, it's bigger than me. My company is much bigger than me, than my personal agenda, my personal views, my personal beliefs. Uh, everything I do is for the whole, you know, everything I do is it right. No, no, because I'm still learning as I go to. Do I make all right decisions? No, I don't. But, man, I'm big enough to admit when I make a bad decision and I'm smart enough to seek counsel uh, inside my company and outside of my company from people who have been where I've been before. Yeah. And, you know, for the, or you mentioned for those who don't uh, may not get it, you talked about seeing yourself bigger than the company. It's like if you're de-edifying, talking about someone in your company, like a leader, even the, no, even the leader's wrong, but you're saying bad about them. When they go to the, it destroys belief because when a distributor goes to the event and see that same leader on stage, what is that person going to start thinking about, right? They're thinking, well, maybe this company is lying. Why is that person on stage when you're talking bad? Or, you know, you do a big cross-line event and obviously that leader's speaking there and now you're trying to get your teams there and no one shows up. Well, because you right. talk bad about that person. So you're really right. killing your own business by that. I mean, I mean, no one's perfect, like you said, but if you have nothing good to say, don't say it. And I think a lot of people who do say negative things, it's, a, uh, you know, from different cross lines with different companies, it's a lack of abundance mentality. Because if you're so good, why do you have to put down, put someone down? I right? agree. And it's I, also I... insecurity. If you're really secure, you just focus on winning your race. Don't yeah. start looking around. And so what are some, uh, what advice could you give to people for this coming year? Like if they really want to crush it in this business, what should they be doing? You know, I, I believe if you really want to crush it in this in this business, number one, I think you have to find the right kind of mentorship. You have to find someone who's really doing this business the right way. You know, um, I see so many people that are driven by recognition that they manipulate the math of the business. Like every company has a mathematical formula how to elevate yourself, you know, by cheating. Every company, if you really can break the code of the compensation plan, you can cheat your way to the top, but it doesn't last because you find out that you're, you have no strong foundation and it begins to crumble. I think that you find a company that has products that are apropos for your market, number one, and that's very important. Not just because you tried a product that worked for you. 
a product that you know the masses would buy and the masses in your market. As I told you before, when we first started, Simon, I mean, my target market was the African-American market for obvious reasons, I think, you know, but, uh, and so I had to make sure that in the beginning of my business, that the products that my company had were products that my, my community would buy in abundance. I had to make sure of that. And, uh, you know, because that's, that's just, that's just very, very, very important. But I suggest that you find a company that, you know, you can, you can get good, get great counsel, the products, that you can make money outside of the comp plan by retail. You know, if you have a product, have a company like that, that you can make money by retail. And I'm talking about make $250,000 to $500,000 a month, $2,000 a month. That's a good look. Uh, you know, I think that products that are immediate gratification products are very good, you know, because I think we're in a time where people want everything now. They want it now. So if you can find that, but at the end of the day, I really believe that wherever you go, like when I left the first company I joined, I went to another company. It was one of the greatest companies that has ever been around in network marketing that I saw. They had impeccable leadership. And I knew that I was going to excel there. I knew I could blend in. But you know what? That's not where the spirit had me to go and serve. And the moment I got there, I don't care how great that leadership was, how great the VP of the company was, the people that surrounded them, I knew in my spirit that I was not in the right place, okay? And so I don't care how much money other people are making in that company. You have to be somewhere where your spirit is in tune with that company, where your spirit is really feeling that company. Because if you do, it'll trigger passion. And once passion is triggered, all you have to do is learn a few things, man, and making money will come to you. The next thing in the final, I'll say this, don't go to the company to make money. When you exercise the principles uh, of making money, when you are more about the people than you are about yourself, when you're focusing on really helping people in your community and other communities, I'm telling you, when you do the right thing, the money will come. I guarantee you. And it will come abundantly and it will come consistently, okay, over time. So I would say that, Simon. Definitely. Amen. You know what? Second to that, uh, I think the, it's a paradox. The least you care about the money and focus on helping, the more yes. money you'll make. But once you start chasing the money, the money runs away from you because people can feel that. That is correct. Absolutely. 100%. Hey, you, question, yeah. Simon. yeah. I know you're not used to it. I'm going to turn the table. <laughs> but as you see the industry now, man, what are you seeing? What, what kind of trends are you seeing in the industry? What are you seeing, good and bad? Um... I see there's a definitely shift in the customer focus, I think because of what happened to the FTC crackdown of certain companies. Uh, and I think the leaders who are, there's two types of leaders, right? Just like you mentioned, there's one type of leader that is sick of jumping around, is sick of jumping around and wants one last company. And, you know, they've been in the profession for 10 years or more. They're looking for a company that's heavy with retail. And there's a company that comes out there that has a whole retail customer focus where there's more customers than distributors. But then there's a lot of other people who want quick money. And they don't care about the product. They'll just hop one deal with the deal. And you can make very quick money. Uh, but the companies will go out of business within two or three years or they get shut down. Recently, just the last couple of days, there was, there was one like that. But I think these people, they don't care. They just want to make quick money fast, like you said. And to them, but the, the thing to me is it's... Uh, Ironic, it's really not, when you do it that way, 
it's really not a business anymore. It's basically your job, right? You're just hopping from job to job because you're never getting that residual income from the customer base. Because the residual comes from like what you said, the 80% of time from being the retail. Because the residual not necessarily comes from the recruiting because people quit, right? It's from the customers that really the residual come from. Uh, I think that's a major trend. The second trend is uh, I think with social media, and this is why products are so, so, so important. Uh, with online, you know, I, we're just starting an online duplication show. Online has totally changed the game of network marketing. Is that it's, people are know that network marketing works. So it's the easiest time in history to sign someone up. Because they can go around, they see the social proof that people are making happen. But at the same time, they get distracted by every second, by other companies. They're, they're like, oh, oh, this guy, this guy's making a lot of money. Let me go try this one. Let me go this day. Because, because the mentality is grass is greener. So the only way to keep people, you've got to have a strong culture, right? Teaching the attitude, the leadership. Hey, if things are not working, it's you. You look inward. Don't look elsewhere. And also it comes back to products. Because if you fall in love with the products, it doesn't matter what, how great it is because you have a strong product testimonial. Like, oh, these people may be making money, but I know my product changed my life, so I'm not going to go there. I'm going to go to where my, my belief is. So I think, I think it's very, very important that with the, you know, the uh, leadership focus and the product, especially with the online, because it's easy, very easy to convince that, hey, it works, but people get distracted very easily. Yes, yes. And, it, you know, it's sad because... You have a lot of people like, and I will say this, that I learned in my first company that this is what God purposed me to do because it, it was seamless. It just, it was effortless. You know, I mean, I went from in that company broke. I'm talking about Simon, like scraping up money to put in my vehicle to get to a meeting. And they were trying to repo my vehicle. They were looking to repo it. And I had two choices. I could be scared and keep my car in the garage and be broke or take a chance and go to those meetings <clears throat> say if they took it, you know, at least let me, you know, I would have made a little money before they took it or something, you know, but um, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's, it is a, it's a different time. It, yeah. it, it is. And um, I don't think that people really respect the fact that this is a business and I don't know anywhere in the world that you could go, man. And with in most cases, or under two thousand dollars, start a business, man, and 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 have an opportunity, man, to earn seven figures, man, with no brick and mortar. You know, it's just it's just amazing, you know, uh, what this industry can do. I mean, what it has done for my life, you know, it it has allowed me to restore the respect in my children's eyes. You know, it's a beautiful thing to have your kids look at you. And look up to you and see other people that respect you. Uh, it's a beautiful thing to do that. It's a beautiful thing to be able to help fund your children's dreams, you know, because that's one of the plights that's going on right now. Our youngsters, uh, they, they, they can't find funding for their dreams. Their parents don't have money. They can't go to the bank and get money. You know, so you have a generation of kids, man, out here just walking, but I really feel that a lot of people in the industry are like the walking dead. Yeah. I think that they're following people instead of following their spirit. And they don't understand that when, when leaders that are, that are had, that are successful decide to make a shift, they don't make a shift in the spirit of discomfort. They don't go anywhere without getting some help before, before they sign anything. And I, I don't want to get too deep with that, but 
they don't the, the followers don't get the same deal that the leaders get. And when they go over there, they follow somebody to this company, it doesn't work. The leader shifts to another company and he take and every time there's a shift and somebody followed them somewhere, they become like a zombie because you lose a little of yourself, you lose your credibility, you lose your spirit. And you become like a zombie. You become like the walking dead from one company to the next and to the next until your body has just dissipated so much that you have, you hear people say that I'm done with the industry. I just uh, I'm done with network. Why? Because you have followed the wrong people, you know, and it's a shame because there's so many gifted people, Simon, that I know that I have seen just seek something other. They seek to get to get paid for their gift instead of serving with their gift. And I really believe that the moment you opt to kind of pimp your gift out, you lose you lose the spirit, the blessing, you lose the favor of that gift, and things start getting a little bad for you. Because they choose the easy way out. And the yes. easy way is easy short term, but yes. hard, hard long term. Right? Like yes. if a leader leaves, the easy way is to follow him. That's easy. Long term, you just your credibility just dropped a couple of notches with your network. Absolutely. The hard ways to stay there, figure out yourself. And you know, another, you asked the question about where the industry is going, and this is actually this is really no BS. It's actually not great news, but it's like a wake up call. I think back in the day, you can have a business for a long time. Now, to have a business, if you're not focused on products, it will last at most probably five years. Yes. Because people are just tempted. Oh, they, because they're not the leaders. They're the zombies. So the leader mm -hmm. leaves, they leave with them, right? The only way to keep that is strong product focus and the culture. Yes, yes. And that's, and, I, and I'll say this, and again, I, I, without mentioning names, man, that's the one thing that I'm very proud about, uh, my circumstances, my situation. You know, my CEO, uh, we had a long talk about that, and he grasped that, that and, you know, the, the person that I get counsel from outside of TLC that helped me out, man, they helped me get a, a grip on that. You know, really, it's like, you know, you build security through a retail model. And, you know, and I'm seeing it because, you know, the first year you make that shift, you're going to lose some people because, again, it's not sexy retail. It's just not, you know, you don't get the fast start. It's not sexy. But I'm telling you, everybody I know that is that sucked it up and made a shift two years ago, their business is very, very soft. Like, they can count on, you know, 5000 a month, 6000 a month. Stuff. They can count on it, man. And when you make that kind of money, like, like you said, that's your residual money. When you can make that money residually, when you can count on that money every week, every month, Man, life starts to change. Life starts to get very good when you have consistency. And it's retail that gives you consistency. Yeah. And I think it's important for people to understand that uh, there's certain basically three types of people, right? They're like the 80% that do very, very little. 20% that maybe they're the upcoming leaders. And the top 3% are like the three. It would be like the Hall of Famers, the All-Stars, and the average player in the NBA, right? Or athletes. And... Most people are not going to be that superstar leader. They, know, they may want to be it, but they, because maybe life service and personal kids, they can't do it. But everyone can make $200 a week, $1,000 right. a month. And so you're training. you got to 
create that, uh, talk about culture, the expectation, and get them fulfilled that hey, if you're making only $200, $300 a month, you're good, right? right. But I think what a lot of leaders do, they put it down. Like, hey, you're not cranking. You're not making you know, 10000 a month. Uh, you're a loser. You're not making it. You, you need better time management. And these people get frustrated. They quit. But the reality is in, in anything, whether you're in the gym or in, the, in school or in sports, only a couple people make it to the top. But you can make a huge impact. If they're making a couple hundred dollars a month, create your train geared towards these people, re, like, like you shared, retail to recruit. The volume from the customers flows up. That's how the top income earners are making the money, from the customers. It's not getting everyone to be an ego. It's like, you know, I always teach, don't send your ducks to ego school. That's that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's correct. You know, I think I see a lot of companies getting it, though, Simon. Um, that's why, like, I really see our industry, I see a lot of, like I said, I see a lot of people who otherwise, you know, five years ago, who wouldn't get engaged in this industry. I see them being forced to look at this industry and look at it differently. And I see a lot of people coming in and I see a lot of people uh, making life altering money. And like I said, 5,000 a month to some people, they would crack the whip, man. They would look down on it. But I'm telling you, man, the people that are earning two to $5,000 a month are the fuel, the rocket fuel that helps a company take off in different phases. You know, yeah. you get enough people, uh, and that is my basic philosophy. Uh, I'm teaching people how to earn $250 a week. And in addition, I'm teaching them how to teach others how to do the same thing because you once you master, once you master the mundane, and the mundane is the beginning, is the, the, the things you do to retail your product. We're teaching you, once you master retailing the product and making 250 and master then to teach others how to do the same thing, man, you, you start you start a money machine. Because, and the money machine is not Kenny's money machine, money machine of the people. The people start now when, because once you earn 250 a week, which if you have a good product, man, there is no way. You have to work hard not to make 250 a week. Once you start making 250 a week, you begin to trigger your belief. And I think that people have to have some measure of success to open up their, their self mentally to learn more. You know, they, they, they have to see it before they believe it. And once you start making a thousand extra dollars a month, I don't care if your husband never believed that you can make money, he becomes a believer. If your wife Never stop believing in network marketing. She becomes a believer when you do it consistently. So this industry, man, I love the direction it's going in. I would tell anybody out there that is looking for something that you have to take a good look at this industry. Even my dog is here and he believes and he's saying, hell yeah. Anybody out there that is really looking for something that knows that they need to make a change. I don't care what company it is. I strongly suggest you start doing some due diligence and looking at network marketing because if you find the right mentorship, the right product, the right compensation plan, I'm telling you, in the right kind of leadership, you're going to have some success. You're going to make some money. So that's my suggestion, Simon. You talked about new distributors. What's the first thing you train a new distributor on? Just say, I signed up today. What would you train me on? You know, for, you know I think different people have different philosophies. Uh, for me, I train people that you have to be a product of the product. I believe that everything is a process. And if you're going to do this and you're in this for the long haul, 
Let's talk about the process. And the process is you first must be a reflection of the success of how well the products work. So I say the first step of the process should be if you work with a health and wellness company and you know that you're a little overweight, because that's what I did. The first thing I did before I really started talking to people was I lost 18 pounds in two weeks. So I took the first two weeks of my business and I became a product of the product, undeniable product of the product. So people who saw me, who knew me, man, they saw me. They saw that, man, because you lose 18 pounds. People notice that. So the first thing I would say, you need to become a product of the product first, you know, because documentation beats conversation. And the less you speak, the more you earn. So when you lose that weight, you trigger the law of attraction. So that's the first thing I tell them. Become a product of the product. Awesome. Yeah. And that builds a belief as well. And it gets a success. And then it, it piles on each other. Story sale. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Many trainers teach you how to recruit. But what makes ML Nation different is that we also teach you how to recruit and the latest strategies to create duplication in your team. Go to our website, mlmission.net, to get free resources and the latest tools on the 10 stages of online duplication. Again, that is mlnation.net. Hey, awesome. Hey, uh, we can go on and on. This has been so much fun, but I wanna, we need to kind of wrap it up. I want to ask you a couple other questions, okay? Quick questions. Um, as we recap uh, 2017, what was the best book you read this year? Man, uh, reread. My, my first year in network marketing, okay? My first year in network marketing, man, is incredible because I swear, like, every thing that my company, there are chapters in there that everything that my company is going through is what is depicted in that book. Like, if you do this, this is what's going to happen. If you don't do this, this is what's going to happen. And this is what you must do to overcome it. Man, I mean, it's the best counsel. My first year in network marketing, uh, I make sure that that all of my leaders, man, we tell them that's they, they need to have that. Okay, and reading six. So that's 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 what I would suggest. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? You know what? My days are predetermined. I never wake up not knowing what I'm going to do. So every day, every night that precedes the next day, I have a plan, and I get up with a destiny, with a with a goal, with a plan in mind. I never just go out there aimlessly. Like I go out and say, I'm going to um, uh, uh, sample five people. I'm going to make sure they're going to be five good people. I'm not coming home and I'm going to, I'm going to retail X amount. So I, I, my day is predestined. I have a, my, my days are very deliberate. Simon. Even now they're very, I do the same things now that I did uh, when I first started. Now don't get me wrong. Not the exact same things because, you know, I've gotten a little smarter, okay? And with success, you, you can curtail some of the things that you do because people want to see success. But I always keep product on me. I never leave my house. I don't care how big I get, how much money I earn. I never leave my house without product because I know this, that when people say, hey, do you have some of that? Can I get it? Next week, the deal is dead. I, I keep it, man. I keep Every product that we market that is that is in my in my that I know are my favorites for the people I keep in my truck. 
what's the best piece of advice you ever received? To seek counsel on every move that you make. Mm. That every level that you, every new level that you, you elevate to, seek counsel from somebody who's been on that level before you. And, and I can't advise, I think that I have seen people that have reached and, and some that have exceeded their mental capacity to function on a certain levels of leadership. And I've seen them not seek counsel because you can tell when people have exceeded their mental capacity to function on particular levels. Uh, you, it, it becomes very obvious. Uh, so therefore, every level, every new level that we hit, I have relationships with people um, and that have been on those levels that I can seek counsel from. And, you know, and I, and I, and I have to say this, that humility, you have, to, you, you have to exercise humility, man. Humility is the key that unlocks the door to abundance. If, if it were not for the humility that my father taught me to exercise, I wouldn't have the relationships with the people that I do, even you, Simon. Uh, I think t- oh, too many times, uh, when we start making a lot of money, we become monsters. Uh, we become mental monsters. Uh, we become very entitled, you know, and it's a mistake because that's not why we were blessed to, to, to have the things that we have. So that's what I would suggest. I know you are a leader. You're always teaching, teaching others. What's, where, what part of your life or in business have you grown the most this year? Uh, I'm not as emotional. Uh, you know, I, I try to remove uh, as many emotions out of my decision making as I can. You know, it's difficult in, in the position that I'm in. You know, sometimes, man, we're called to make very difficult decisions that are not very popular with everybody. And when you're emotional about them, you don't pull the trigger when you're supposed to. And I just I just know that given um, the position that I'm in and and Somebody told me that was that that time was going to come. Uh, I'm in I'm in a place now where trying to go to another level, man. I'm trying to go to that quarter of a billion dollar level, that it becomes more business. The personal aspect of the business is you can't you can't make emotional decisions based on relationships. So it's tough, you know. But I've been prepared for it, man. You know, you don't always like it, but man, listen for the whole. You know, sometimes you have to. You just have to make the tough decisions for the whole. And uh, here's the last question: the million dollar question. You ready? So imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. You didn't know your wife. You didn't know your team. You didn't know your kids. Uh, but you had to build. You kind of like an alien that went to another universe. What's the first thing you do, or the first place you go, to build an MLM business from scratch? Well. The first thing I would do is that I would go to now. What I always did is that I go to restaurants that have bar have bars, and you know the difference is that the people who are sitting at bars are very social by nature. You know, they don't. You, you know, if anybody who sits at a bar, they don't mind engaging. <clears throat> and I know what my market is, so I knew that eighty three percent of the people in network marketing were women. So I knew, like, what I had to do to trigger the law of attraction. I knew that uh, a lot of ladies are attracted to cuff, nice couplings. Um, I made sure that 
my nails, you know, that, you know, before I made money, I did my own nails, okay? And I made sure that they were, that they, my hands were well-groomed. And that I wore nice ties and cufflinks that women would give me a compliment on. Not giving me play, but just saying all that. that, that those cufflinks are so nice. Man, I would sit at the bar, Simon, pull my sleeves up and just lay it there and just say, okay, here we go. Let's see if we can trigger the law of attraction. And that's what I did, man. And as I did it, it started working. People would look at my cufflinks and they'd be like, those cufflinks are so nice. Oh, thank you. You know, then the conversation begins. You look nice too. What do you, you know, what do you do for a living? And then I'm, I'm all the time. I'm trying to get them to ask me that question. What? And then when you build up consistency at a place and people see you, because every place has a meeting place for people, a social meeting place. Then phase two is I lose weight. I would lose the weight. I would use my products and people would say, man, I've seen you. What are you doing? You know, so everything I would do would be designed to trigger the law of attraction. But uh, you have to know, number one, you have to know your market. Like, I know that, man, I, listen, it's time for me to go take a physical. My wife has mandated that on a particular day, like to, the day after tomorrow, I have to go get my physical. Now, why am I not happy about that? Because, you know, I'm not ecstatic about having that prostate exam done to me, okay? All right, and no man I know is, but I have to do it. So I know men don't take care of themselves. So for me, I'm very deliberate that I don't give my health products that I sample to men. I give them to women because women take care of themselves. And women, you know, so so anyway, man, you just have to be, man, so that's what I would do. So I don't want to get all out, man, but that's what I would do. I would go someplace that is social by nature and begin to build some relationships with the people that that frequent the place because everything is 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 about relationships, Simon, and you cannot out relationship me. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I love it. As you wrap up, any last words of advice? And then, what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Hey, man, listen. They can go to uh, my director of operations. She's gonna be mad at me, but you know what? I got to give it to Lachelle, L A. C-H-E-L-L Lachelle.TLC at gmail.com Email her any questions you have. She'll, she'll forward them to me. Hey, Lachelle, I'm sorry you had to do it, but email her because, you know, it's easy to send people to a website, but I don't have an autoresponder. You know, and I believe in the human touch. So email email my director of operations, Lachelle Pierre, Lachelle.TLC at gmail.com and she will forward me your emails and and listen any way I can help people within reason I'll help you any way I can except for loans okay. <laughs> hey ML Nation you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and today you may hang out with Kenny Lloyd so keep on the momentum and go to mlnation.com and just type in Kenny at the search bar and all the show notes and nuggets of wisdom and the way to reach out to Kenny will be right there. Hey, you know, to be successful in network marketing and in life, you must help others. So, Kenny, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, Kenny. Simon, I appreciate you more than you know, man. Thank you. Uh, seriously, man. And Happy New Year to me, man, to you. And anything I could do in the future to help you, man, just let me know I'm here for you, okay? I appreciate it. My man, thank you. 
Hey, this is a quick reminder that if you want to create online duplication in your business so that not only are you creating content that tracks prospects and helps you recruit online, but more importantly, you get to duplicate online as well. Make sure you check our free resources on the 10 stages of online duplication on our website, mlmnation.net. Again, for your free resources on the 10 stages of online duplication, go to our website, mlmnation.net. Hey, I'm Al Nation. Simon Chan here. Great show from Kenny Lloyd. Now you know why we brought him on the second show. Hey, I just want someone with no BS, really straight, humble as well, sharing the state of network marketing and what I really believe where the profession is changing. Uh, a lot of stuff I shared there is really, you know, where we're headed to. Uh, there's a lot of good, a lot of bad. Uh, none of, you know, good people, not necessarily bad companies, but, you know, just like any profession is good and bad and where the profession is really headed to. And one thing is really about... Uh, you want to have a longevity business retailing to recruit uh, the customer, and I see. I think the thing that gets me excited, I see customers. Me, I mean, the companies making changes to that already. Of course, this business is really built not from the top down, not from the leaders recruiting, but really from the bottom, right? We get a lot of people retailing and making extra income. Because think about it, if most people are earning anywhere, I know, I know, Kenny talked about two hundred fifty dollars a week, but just like a hundred, three hundred dollars a month. People will not quit the business. They'll stay in the business, right? And that volume, the customer volume, is what drives the income up. And of course, there's people who are want to, not happy with that, want to go for more. But most people would be happy. Um, and they got lives, they have busy live kids, three, extra 100, 300 bucks a month, 500,000 a month changes lives. And uh, I think retailing through product is the way to do it. Uh, and when you're training new distributors, like Kenny said, having that product story, that's quick success story. It's so, so important um, because people may not have the six in terms of like, you know, overcoming the belief, right? That I'm not successful yet. Having that product story gets you that store. It's a success so they can go share. And once they start sharing, they get a couple of customers. Then they got the income where they can, hey, tell you, hey, this business works. Right, and that's and it becomes a snowball effect. And Kenny talked about eighty twenty spends eighty percent of his time getting customers because he can control that. He's got a product that works. He can control that. You know whether people uh, quit or stay in the business up. That's the twenty percent he cannot control. Uh, we talk about trends where to shift to retail, and there's companies that go. You know they come and go, uh, but it's good money upfront really quickly. And this, yeah, nothing wrong with that. If people want to do that, really quick money up front, that's good. It's not really residual, but yeah, it's still better than getting a job, right? You get, you just go from company to company, but it's still better than a job. You have more freedom, more flexibility to do things. A main point I want to emphasize is never criticize, complain, or condemn. Because Kenny says, this is an edification business, right? If you're de-edifying, we talked about how it hurts you. No matter, if you're saying bad things about people in your company, it's going to hurt you come back to you and hurt you a lot. Never de-edify. It you know, it's, uh, destroys the belief of people, of your new distributors who come in. They don't, see, they may not know the drama that's going on. They just see why you, someone who's successful on stage, why are you saying something bad about them, right? Uh, it's just not good. Also, it, it's a sense of insecurity. If you have to say, just focus on your, I always teach my sons, uh, don't worry about other people doing, just focus on being the best yourself. A lot of good, um, in terms of success, focus on helping. Be a giver, right? Don't chase the money. The more you chase the money, the more the money runs away from you. Be, think about how can you give more value out there, uh, more value to the community, to your customers, to the marketplace. Kenny talks about you got to know your marketplace. Know your marketplace. Edit that out. 
You got to know your marketplace. Well, he knew his market was women. That's what he, you know, he targeted. He knew what they wanted. Uh, but know your market and what gets them tick. You know, how your product can help them. That's very, very important. Okay. The couple other things are success habits. The, you know, Kenny plans out his days. Every day, something's planned out. Always sampling products. Always keeping him to get another retail customer. So he always has products on hand. Also, seeking counsel. Always looking for counsel. Getting advice. Even someone who's successful like that, he has mentor coaches to teach him, to guide him. Guide him. And not letting emotions get in the way. Especially, um, and I definitely know this as, as you know from growing my, I grew a business, to a you know, seven-figure business with 80,000 distributors. Uh, and also, right now, we're starting you know, uh, from ML Nation Podcast to the Simon Says, the online duplication show. It's... You know, you get more and more decisions and you have to become less emotional as well. I think almost how emotional you get will determine how successful you are in the business. Be emotionally detached from it. Um, so that's it. Awesome show from Kenny Lloyd. Go to MLNation.com. Just search for Kenny. You see Kenny Lloyd. It's the second episode. First episode was episode 412, 412. Definitely check that out as well. We go more into this detail. Amazing story by him and Marvin Gaye, by the way. Uh, amazing story. Um, Kenny's... Father was the first African-American player to play in the NBA. So it's kind of like the Jackie Robinson of basketball. It's an amazing story. And then um, Marvin Gaye, check that, that check that episode out, episode 412. And uh, reach out to Kenny, right? Go to MLNation.com, just reach out to Kenny. And if you like this, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Hey, this is Simon Chan. Thank you for listening. I'm loud and proud to be part of this amazing profession. And just leaders, with, you know, Kenny talked about humility, counsel, being humble, humble leadership, really cool, making an impact in this world. I'm loud and proud. Thank you for being part of MLM. Thank you for being part of this amazing profession. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us today. Now head over to MLMNation.net for valuable recaps of every show and also to get your free training resource on how to use online duplication to grow your business. Thanks again for being a part of this amazing profession.